0: Hey, guys, it's your girl, Booney, and you're listening to episode 118 of the Booney Breakdown podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Welcome to this week's episode. Uh, my guest, uh, there is a guest this week, but my guest is Brian Oliver, also known as Beyond Be More. So yes, a local hometown guy. Um, we have an amazing conversation about travel and seeing new places and how Brian developed his... You know, his thirst for traveling, some of the tips that he's picked up along the way. And he does a lot of solo traveling, which, you know, I've never done. So we have a good conversation about domestic um, travel, international travel, hotels, all that fun stuff. So stick around for that conversation. All right, guys, you guys know. I didn't get a chance to talk about it last episode, but we had the last live show of the year down in Atlanta on November 9th. It was amazing, barring issues with the venue, which I'm not even going to give them no type of props, okay? Um, but if you ever want to rent that venue, you're interested in that venue, hit your girl up because I'll let you know some tips, all right? <laughs> But I just want to thank all of the Ratcheteers, the new Ratcheteers, people who didn't even know what they were walking into, who came off the street and just sat in on the show, brought a ticket. Um, We had an amazing show. I think Atlanta is up there. It was one of my favorite shows. The dialogue was amazing. I want to shout out my guests. You guys know our problematic fave, Bryant and also Arkita of It's Arkita and the Awkward Girl Pod Ventures. It really, really was um, a dope conversation. I love the intimacy of the audience. And just, just really, it just really, really flowed. It was perfect. I want to thank our sponsors who sponsored the show in Baltimore, Philadelphia, and Atlanta. So, shout out to True Magic Wand. You know, I love the Magic Wands. Shout out to One Condoms, who sponsored some really dope goodie bags for you guys. Shout out to Robbie's Happy Place for um, doing Philadelphia and baltimore and shout out to aunt boozy's treats who hooked up the bags with the hennessy popcorn yum 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 the hennessy cinnamon rolls was hitting too (laughs) um but thank you to our kind sponsors it's a few people who i just i never thought i would be doing shows in other cities so um yeah i just have to shout out some people who helped me pull this off My wonderful attorney, Crystal I. Myers Esquire. Um, My brother, DJ Cheech, who did some of the audio, sound, videos, pictures for um, the shows this year. My mom, who handles uh, the merch sales. Shout out to my BFF in-law, Ashley, for handling The Door. Shout out to um, my Sora, Nika, who did The Door in Atlanta. Shout out to uh, my incredible friend fee for just everything just everything she's the sweetest person I know um shout out again to Brian because he did both Philadelphia and Atlanta shout out to Sheikah and Chrissy because they did it in bourbon and boy shorts um um Erica who did the Philly show Arkita who did the Atlanta show and for the hundreds of people who brought tickets to either Baltimore, Atlanta, Philly, those of you who brought tickets and didn't even show up, I don't know why you guys missed a good-ass time. Um, But, yes, that is it. I did it. I wanted to do it. I'm excited to do it again in 2020. All right? So I have a short list. I'm just going to say right now some of my short list cities are uh, Chicago, New York, D.C., maybe Houston, Dallas. I'm going to try to do four, maybe five. We'll see. We'll see, but definitely we'll do another three cities next year. Hopefully four. We'll see how we can grow and uh, hopefully you can catch us again. I know people in Philly are asking to come back there, so we'll see, but it was really dope. Again, I think you guys, I never ever thought that I would be taking this on the road and doing it in other cities outside of Baltimore. So I love, love, love you all. All right, let's get into housekeeping of season six of the Booney Breakdown podcast There are four episodes left after this. That's right. Only four. All right. (laughs) So mark your calendars. All right. December 16th is the last episode for this season. The podcast will be back for season seven on February 10th. Okay. February 10th, 2020 is when we will come back for season seven of the Booney Breakdown podcast. Last week's episode feedback, episode 117 with our guest Jeremy and Kyle of Bourbon and Boy Shorts. You guys immediately picked up on the energy that I was talking about. I was very curious to hear the feedback and how you guys received this episode because I know I was struggling with the episode. I really, really was. Um and I think it was in particular I asked like I said I was I asked in my uh I asked talked to Boonie Tuesday on Instagram stories i asked which one annoyed me the most overwhelmingly Eighty-three percent of you guys said uh, Jeremy was annoying me the most, and you guys were correct. One person commented, Booney, let me know when y'all fuck. He's clearly flirting with you. He clearly likes you." Another person said, "Oh my god, I thought I was listening to kindergartners flirt. It was kind of like when the boy likes you and he keeps hitting you. Just tell him to man up and use those words." <laughs> so again you guys picked up on everything that i wanted you to i love you guys for doing that and be sure to um if you still haven't check out the episode that i did on their podcast they really really are dose night dose dope nice guys so shout out thanks again to jeremy and kyle all right boonie breakdown merch all the cool merch. We have some sweatshirts over there. You can actually get my mouth on a shirt because a lot of people always talk about my mouth. They ask about my mouth. So what that mouth do, you can do that. Be sure to use the code HO H-E-A-U-X, HO to save 15% on all orders over $15. Okay. You know, I wore my lip shirt. Yes, I wore a shirt myself with my own lips on my shirt. And I got a lot of compliments. It's selling really well. You guys really, you enjoy this one. <laughs> so again, just go on over, use the code. It's in the show notes if you would like to sh- save on your order. It's wonderful for Christmas gifts. The holidays are coming up, Hanukkah gifts, Kwanzaa gifts, etc. <laughs> so again, head on over to thebooneybreakdown.com backslash shop to grab your things. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. I hope you stick around and join the ratchet. Tier tribe that is what we call ourselves um and if you are not following us on social please be sure to do so at the boonie breakdown both on facebook and instagram just at boonie breakdown on twitter okay and when sharing this episode please use the hashtags the boonie breakdown the hashtag pod n-p-o-d-i-n tag us put us in your insta stories share it from spotify share it from soundcloud tweet it Send a smoke signal, whatever you need to do to get the word out. I greatly appreciate it. And I will respond to all those that I can. So that is it for me, guys. So let's get ready to break it down. Oh. All right, guys. It's your girl, Booney, And I'm excited uh, for this episode you know this season like i said we've been doing a lot of res- ratchet episodes now we're gonna <laughs> do a little <laughs> we're gonna do a little responsible episode and i would like to welcome brian of beyond be more to the podcast
1: what's going on
0: nothing how are you
1: i'm pretty good what about you
0: i'm wonderful you know i i'm excited because you're from west baltimore too
1: yeah <laughs> Born and raised.
0: Where, where where in west baltimore
1: um, like Howard Park, I grew okay. up in that area, and then, um, I live in Ashburton now, so, hmm, not that far.
0: Not that far, okay, yeah, I I grew up in North and Pulaski. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, West Baltimore here. It's so funny, because if you're not from Baltimore, it's very, it's kind of like, I always use the analogy, like, people in New York, they're like, I'm from the Bronx, I'm from Brooklyn. Baltimore so you're either from East Baltimore or West Baltimore
1: East or West, and, that's it.
0: <laughs> and for me it's West Baltimore.
1: And <laughs> yeah, everybody's is like um, whoever grew up on one side is like, oh I'm good like with the other
0: <laughs> side. And it's, it is really as you can attest like Brian has done way more traveling than I have and I've done a lot but he's done a lot and I will do a 13 hour flight. no problem. But I do not like going to East Baltimore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's like the whole it's the whole city. Yep, East or West. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I ain't, I ain't going over there. Um, when people go to buy houses, they like don't buy, don't don't show me nothing over there. Like, it's like nope. Wherever you yeah, grew and up, I didn't
0: look. I didn't buy a house far from where I grew up either. So yeah, it is. It's, it's very true. It Stick goes. to your side. So how did you? Develop like how did you find your passion for traveling
1: um I always say it started when I was a kid I used to go everywhere with my granddad um, like road trips and then I started traveling with my dad and my family on like the train and, uh-huh. um I remember we took a, a flight to Cleveland once and I was just fascinated by planes and trains ever since then uh the older I got I continued to travel but it was Basically, yeah, road trips with family, going to different places along the East Coast. And um, I think I got to college when I really started to travel to more states um, further away from the East Coast by plane. And once I graduated from college, we just kept going. And me and a lot of my friends started to travel a lot to different cities in the U.S., And back then, we didn't know much about flight deals. We just knew the city we wanted to go to. So (laughs) we'd be like, oh, let's go to Chicago. Um, Let's go to LA. Let's go to Dallas or something. And we did that. And once we started traveling uh, internationally, that was like a wrap. Um, And then we finally finally, uh, started to catch good flight deals. And I don't know. It just became like uh, something that I definitely fell deeper in love with and I'm not going to necessarily uh, stop it at any point soon, even though I may slow down a little bit.
0: You know, I just hit a slow period myself. Like, I think 2015, 2016, I was, whew, I did a lot. Like, in one year, I think I did, like, a Mediterranean cruise. I went to a couple countries in Africa. I went to Colombia. I was
1: getting it in, right?
0: Yeah, I did. And I actually got sat down because um, right after I came back from my Mediterranean cruise, literally, I wasn't back in the States for 24 hours. I was in the emergency room. My appendix had ruptured. Oh, wow. So we assume it probably ruptured sometime on that trip.
1: (laughs) Right. And you just didn't realize it.
0: I didn't realize it. Yeah. Um, So that sat me down because it ended up being a more invasive surgery. So it like wiped out my leave. (laughs) So I kind of been doing like little small trips here and there, but I have been spanking my leave and I'm ready to, I'm ready to go again. (laughs)
1: I'm
0: ready to go. So how many, okay. Domestic travel. How many States have you been to? Cause like, I know I have a goal
1: that I do eventually want to hit all 50 States. I never really keep a count of the states. You right. don't? No. And that's, that's the, uh, the funny part. The only reason I ever started to count the countries was, uh, because it was a, it was a, um, on the, my blog that would say um, <laughs> how many countries, by, countries I visited. So I will put that on there. Um, but I think I've been to a little bit over 20 states and that's it.
0: Okay. Um, how many countries it,
1: have you been to? Right now it's about 55. Wow. Um, and i would love to visit all the states but anybody who travels frequently knows that all the deals are um, cheaper to go out of the country than it, it is to so, state states so about.
0: so much cheaper to catch a flight deal to go international <laughs> yeah like, i literally think i paid less to, for my flight to one of my my flight to barcelona than i am paying for my flight to go
1: to atlanta this weekend right yeah it's crazy and it's so uh, You want us to, you know, keep the money home or travel domestically. But, I mean, if you can get a flight to go out of the country for uh, two times as cheap, why wouldn't you do it? (laughs) (laughs) So out of these 55 countries,
0: what are your top three destinations you've been internationally?
1: I always say the first place has to be Ghana. Um, I just fell in love with it the first time I went. And I've been back again after that and I'm about, to, I'm about to go back again for new year's actually so that's oh dope are you going to
0: afrochella
1: i'm not going to be there in times but i'm still oh, trying okay. to make it happen because gotcha everybody's going to be there it looks like it's going to be lit i want to get there for that so if i can i'm going to make that happen number two uh i love um london i don't know what it is but the uk i actually love it a lot of people don't like it but
0: i liked london myself as well
1: yeah, I, I love it. I can go back anytime. Um, it's a little expensive, but it is pricey. It is. That's
0: the pound, <laughs> but
1: dollar is weak when you get there. It's so weak. Um, but I do
0: feel like London is like an easy spot for people to do, like as maybe like if you haven't been to a lot of places internationally, um, because there is no language barrier. One, right, <laughs> which is very helpful sometimes. And two, like I feel like it. It, it it has a familiar feel, but it, it is a different culture, if that makes any sense. It was definitely
1: a different culture. And um, yeah. you can sit but around and people felt- watch all day. I can sit around people watch all day, no matter where I am. But even like there, it's just funny. And um, I think we laugh at their accent. They laugh at ours. So it's like going back <laughs> and forth. It's the way we all pronounce words, what we leave out and what they leave out. Yeah. Um, so that's always a good time. And um, for a third place, I actually really like Japan as well
0: okay yeah so i know top three i have not made it to asia yet i'm gonna get there what i know people always have the trepidation about um you know traveling and food so like that's one thing i'm i am will admit i am nervous about like when i start to go to like japan and when i venture into china and thailand not thailand so much but like the cuisine like how is the food there
1: so I actually like um, most Asian foods, so that's not a problem okay. for me. I was actually excited. Um, and then it's so cheap, uh, the street food in Asia, um, the good street food that you would uh, trust to eat. Street food, is. yeah. Like, it's cheap. It's affordable. I mean, you get a full meal for less than $5 sometimes. Um, but I always tell people as well who are hesitant to travel because of the food, I think you can get anything you want anywhere in the world that you're used to at home. It's just funny to, to be in foreign countries and see McDonald's and Burger King and Subway and all the Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut is definitely. Um, Pizza a lot Hut of is
0: places. popping in places. I was shocked to see Pizza Hut in Dubai. Right. And I mean, <laughs> that and Tony Roma's was the one in Dubai that I was like, what? <laughs> I like they think they got like an IHOP
1: there as well or something. I was like, yeah, oh, it was right, yeah, it was there. We funny. actually,
0: I think in Dubai, I think we had brunch in the Cheesecake Factory one day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw that too.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. You know, Dubai, I think it was one of those places for me. Now, speak you we spoke about flight deals. I got that insane Christmas flight deal
1: that year. Yeah. That everybody, everybody went to Dubai. Jumping on that. Yeah, and everybody was over there like all yeah, like, I, the whole next year.
0: Yeah, the whole year everybody was there <laughs> and I was one of those people because Ashley from Will Drink for Travel, we joke, we have each other's travel proxy we give so if it's like an ins- insane deal like that it's like we're just gonna i'm gonna book it for you i got your info and we'll figure it, it out morning. later <laughs> so i remember christmas morning it's like six in the morning and she's texting me like it is a travel emergency <laughs> <laughs> and i'm
1: like 187 dollars it's not even a question just pick dates and we'll figure yeah, it, it out so and let's go i think i saw people saying like you know They were trying to get in contact with people and they couldn't. They're like, oh, I just got in the car and went over to their house and was knocking on the door. Like, yo, you need to wake up. You need to catch this deal.
0: And Ashley totally would have been one of those people. But I was in Atlanta. So she was just blowing up my phone. And I was like, what is happening? But, yeah, so I totally hopped in. And we were able to get in earlier in the year. So we were, like, there in, like, April so
1: yeah i went in i went in may and it was like scorching so i can't imagine it was
0: hot though yeah i couldn't imagine later either but i just felt like dubai was just one of the weirdest places i'd ever went and not in the sense that it was like the culture it was just like it just it just felt everything just felt so fake if that like that's
1: how i actually felt about it Um, and I don't know. I guess your opinion differs from a lot of people, just like mine. But I always say, like, that was a place that I went, and I didn't fall in love with it. Like me I either. Um, I felt like it was um Sim City on steroids or something.
0: Yeah, like, like it just felt like a playground, and was just a very, like, I liked Abu Dhabi more. Um, yeah, same here. It, it felt a little bit more authentic. Yep. Um, but Dubai, I felt like it's no place I would rush back to if I had a layover there to go somewhere else. Sure but I'm not in a rush. And I hate to like, when people always talk about it, I'm just like, well, you know, I think you should go other places.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> go other I mean, places that's first. how I am. Um, I'm like, I'll go back up. Another deal pops up. That's insane. But otherwise I'm not like, I got to get back to Dubai. Um, Last year, I actually had like a two day um stopover in Abu Dhabi. And I was like, I'm good on Dubai. I'm just stay here.
0: And yeah. I really like I'm Abu Dhabi.
1: There. Yeah.
0: Um, As you've been traveling the world, you said 55 countries and traveling as a Black man, have you had any experiences that just really stood out to you or any exchanges in other countries like being Black?
1: Uh, I haven't had any negative experience yet. Unless I happen to overlook it, but (laughs) I really haven't. Um, It's always... Uh, interesting. I mean, of course, when you go to the average, um, well, the majority of African uh, countries, they look like us, uh, but they can definitely tell that we're American. Yes, like walking down the street, they're like calling you out and you know calling you over, American boy. Like you know, come in, Obama, Obama. Like you know, all these names they have for us. Um, so I like how they they always. Kind of intrigued and they want to know your story they want to know about your life um I think they a lot of them love the um American culture, but some of them don't like certain things like you know the TV shows or things like that because they say they put us in a negative light um but going to a lot of the European countries and uh yeah most of those European countries and even the Asian countries, some people are like fascinated to see a black man and you know, they'll stop when they see you walking and pay attention to you to uh, pay attention to you. Um, they're eager to start up a conversation. And a lot of people, um, I find that they're a little hesitant to ask, but then they eventually say like, you know, what's up with the racism in America? Or, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that. And then I'm like, oh, we got to have this conversation. But, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, that's a shame and things like that. And even though, you know, there's definitely racism all over the world, um, uh, I guess I'm just fortunate not to have uh, experienced it yet. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, no, I I don't think... It's funny when you mention that. I feel like in Paris, not so much in Southern France, but in Paris, I felt like it was something, but I could not tell if it was because we were Black or if we were American. Like I feel like the French were so snooty mm-hmm. sometimes that it was more so we were American than Black. But the only time I had an experience where it was like racist was actually in South Africa in Cape Town. Oh, yeah. I've heard
1: about that.
0: Yeah, Yeah, in Cape Town. And I think I was more so offended because the woman was a bum. And... (laughs) You know, like they had apartheid and stuff, but she was pretty much like, Oh, y'all, black Americans, like, I see why they shooting y'all in the streets. We were like, (laughs) What? And we're like in the Beverly Hills of Cape Town. Town, And I'm like, We were in like Camps Bay at the grocery store. It was just so, it was like such a like, What the fuck? (laughs) But
1: I mean, I know a lot of them. A lot of Black Americans who have gone to South Africa, particularly Cape Town, and they're like, I'm good. I don't want to go back. Like, you know, they're like, I don't want to go back there because of the uh, racism that they experienced.
0: Yeah. I'm like, it was such a um, small thing. Like, I still enjoy Cape Town a lot. Um, But that was like, that was the first time I remember like traveling being like,
1: (gasps) (laughs) like, she said, what? (laughs) She "What?" (laughs) She said, what? So He's like, yeah, like, but, the Baltimore come out, like what?
0: No, it was, like you know, <laughs> and it's a car full of like three of us are from Baltimore,
1: like, bitch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I'll never forget it. Like she kept saying it. And then she was like, we were in the and the funny thing was I think that made her even angrier was like this white girl was driving the car.
1: Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> but she was like my friend's co-worker. And then it's like, like the all these black girls, girls. get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was funny and the people are looking on the street like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Always um, <a> story. <laughs> that's the one thing i do like about traveling like it's so many times people can name a city or a place and i'm like oh i remember this time i was there and blah 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 so like yeah I said, you start um, a
1: conversation and like end up talking all day about it
0: all day all day i think I'm getting to Ghana. Ghana is on my list. I really want to go there. Everyone you keeps talking about that. it. I wish I had done more forward thinking to do it this year in the year of the return. Um Right. But I'm definitely going to get
1: there. Yeah, I think now that everybody's um, been going and you know they they ran that campaign so well, you no know, even though the year of return is going to be over, everybody still wants to go back and get the experience. So, it's not going to die down anytime soon uh, in my opinion.
0: So did you go into any of the slave castles?
1: Yeah, I went to uh, the two in um, wow, uh, Cape Coast. Yeah, I went to the okay. two in Cape Coast. Um, the Elmina Castle and Cape Coast Castle. And that was an experience that it was just hard to put in words. Um, I think you went through all types of emotions while you were there and even afterwards, um, I remember the guy who drove me from Accra, he was he was saying, um, you know, you should make this a day trip when we go there. Because it's like a three-hour drive. So if you drove there and oh, did, wow. did two Castles, you can still come back to Accra like that evening and be good to go. But he kind of like pre-warned me. He's like, um, once you finish these two tours, you're not going to want to um, do anything. He was like, so when we get done, I'm going to drop you off at the hotel and let you um, decompress. And chill out for a while he's like and then call me when you're ready to go you know get some food or go back out and he wasn't lying i mean it was like you know you leave out you, you angry you uh you sad it's like you motivated it was like everything you didn't know what to feel
0: know what to feel yeah right i i just keep everybody i know who's been there just talks about how moving it is um, Right. that yeah it, it that is definitely on the top of my list of things to do when i finally get there but yeah. yeah, I I I'm <laughs> I don't even think I could prepare myself for no, what I'm can't. gonna feel.
1: And um I've gone to like a few other um like doors of no return in other African um countries or like the slave routes and it's the same feeling. Like you just go through there or you, you know, visit the site and you're just like, man, I can't even um can't even believe this. Like Ugh. yeah, it's a lot.
0: I know that do nothing,
1: <laughs> do <laughs> nothing it. else the
0: day of that tour. <laughs> you want to go to the bar after
1: that. Like, I mean, something's going to be like. I gotta chill.
0: I need to drink. Um, so what has been like the? No, 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 no. Before we get there, you just did your heritage trip too, right?
1: Um, uh, partner, so if you aren't, yeah,
0: like, so like if you aren't familiar with that, it's like a lot of uh, people have been doing like the DNA testing and then traveling to those locations and which come back from their testing. So. Yeah. I I definitely want to do that too.
1: Right. Um, I did that, uh, over the course of like four weeks, I, I went back to Africa and I only went to some of the countries, uh, the ones with the highest percentages. I haven't gotten a chance to visit yet. Like, um, Cameroon and uh, Mali yeah they have like really high percentages but I just uh, went to the Ivory Coast and back to Ghana of course and then Togo and Benin and um, it was cool I mean it was it was like it's definitely something to experience of course most of us are if you do the um, if you trace it through ancestry DNA or some of the other websites it's all going to be some country or countries from West Africa but you know, mm-hmm. because of history, we're all mixed up. Um, so <laughs> it's like you're never going to get one country for the most part because, it, and then it's not going to be all of uh, um, Africa. So people got to realize that as well because of the way things went down, it's going to be some European, like, everything's <laughs> going to show up. I and mean, you could be like, oh, like, you know, well, it makes sense because I mean, that was one of the things that stood out as well in the slave uh, castles. Like they were pointing out uh where like the um slave owners stayed and like you know the masters and they'd say yeah from this dungeon right here this is where they call the women up you know and this is where they rape them things like that and you're like wow and um so you know when they leave africa they're pregnant with a mixed kid and you know Mm. that's where all that you know started yeah pretty much so yeah that's a lot
0: yeah i it is it's so heavy. Um but yeah, I've been seeing that trend of like the heritage traveling and I think I do think it's cool. Um I did my 20 I did 23ME for mine and um okay. I laugh because I, I did it with a coworker at the time who was Nigerian. <laughs> um and so I'm like, he did it too when <laughs> it came back. It was like 99.4% was
1: African. <laughs> he, he, he can go right to his parents and get the full.
0: Yeah, rundown, I was right? like, <laughs> I was like, did you think it was gonna be? He was like, it was a possibility. <laughs> but yeah, I remember right. being startled um a bit because the how high the European percentage was for me when I did that. And I think yeah. I talked about that. Oh, that was probably like season one of this podcast. Like it might have been like episode like 11 or something. I did this. But like, I was just like, what? 24%.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like that's high.
1: <laughs> it is high. But it's like you would ne- you yeah, never die. You know yeah. yeah, when you do the
0: history, you know, it makes sense. But it was like, what? what?
1: And, and then um, I go to um, Ancestry.com when you go in there, um, based on the DNA, they can show you, like your family members who have taken the test as well. And some of these people that I look at, I'm like, wait, this is not a black person, you know, or they're not yes. always black. And I'm like, yeah, so we share DNA somewhere.
0: We sh- So, yeah, on 23andMe they do the same thing and they'll be like, based off of whatever percentage shared, we suspect this is your second cousin. So I was like, for someone who has no first cousins, I'm like, <laughs> A second cousin, I'm second. like, that's close, right? Right. So it's like we share like a great great grandparent or something. And I There's click no on matter. this lady's thing and she's a white woman. Like she's white. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like the inverse of me, where she's like 69% white, but like 25% black. And I was right. like, <gasps> I was like, so somebody was lying up in that tree somewhere. Right, <laughs> don't don't exactly. <laughs> somebody was definitely passing somewhere over there. But um, yeah. yeah, it was just like, and then we were able to determine it's like on my dad's side. And we think we tracked the connecting relative, which is like my great great grandfather. So See, I didn't do any
1: um, tracking or tracing afterwards, which I always said I wanted to do, especially um. Because, I mean, I, we know family, but, you know, we never really know, like...
0: Yeah, you don't. Like and And that was the thing. Like, I think because it was the same thing, it was so startling. Like, she's like, who's this little, this black girl? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, who's this white lady? And right. so when, when we were, she was asking the names, like, or, it, it, Boone, it was like, she was like, oh, okay, Boone. And then that's when we, she was like, okay, what about here? And then I had to go ask my dad, like... And so we think this person they thought was white white was not. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, but she was very startled. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, so the, what's been the biggest lesson you've learned as you've been in becoming a more seasoned traveler?
1: Um, probably that I need to be a lot more patient. Uh, cause mm. I really don't have patience. I never have, but there I've had a few um disasters on trips, and I think um I always talk about how growing up on the East Coast is different to me than someone who grows up on the West Coast because of um like the pace of life and the way we go about things, and I especially in a city like Baltimore, we. You know, we move fast and it's like every man is trying to, like, you know, get ahead of the next man. Or, you know, you think you're always in like this race or this fight because you got to prove yourself or be, you know, like successful because the odds are already stacked against you from day one. Yeah. Um. So, you know, when I go to the West Coast of the U.S., everybody's waking up, you know, they're chill. Everybody's happy. The weather's better, you know, things like that. And um, I, I was like, you know, well, we're three hours ahead of them. So when they wake up, if it's an emergency it's already been solved, kinda. Um, like if it was something that needed to get done right away, uh, so somebody on the East Coast started to handle it or even completely handle it. Um, but you know, traveling, being at airports when flights get delayed or you know they get canceled, um, or you get caught up in a storm somewhere and you end up having to change a flight, or you got all these plans and they're like nothing goes the way you planned uh, planned it to go. You got to yeah. learn patience and. <laughs> I mean language barriers, like everything, so it's still like I'm still uh a work in progress, so to speak, because I don't think you, you can ever fully go away from not having a lot of patience, but yeah, uh, yeah patience, and you know like here. If somebody makes you mad, everybody's quick to snap or flip on them and get smart. But, I mean, you can't do that at airports so or on a plane because next thing, you know, you off. You know, you, they throw you <laughs> off. Or, or you're going to be in jail locked up abroad somewhere and you're like, I ain't even say nothing. You know, but yeah, like, nah, like, we don't play that over here.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's where I've definitely, too, have had some travel delays, disasters, cancellations. <laughs> right. <laughs> Weather extending your trip. <laughs> yeah, <like> Everything. <laughs> So yeah, and I know that happened to us. Like we were younger and broke, and we were just not prepared when that happened. <laughs> and it was like, what? <laughs> right. We're gonna be here seven more days. What? <laughs> We've already been here twelve days. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to go? You're like,
1: yo, I want to go home. I remember um, when I got stuck in Bali uh, because I uh, the flight got canceled going back to Singapore, so that I could get home. And um, I think when I called the airline, they were like, yeah. We don't have any openings on flights for like the next week and a half so i was like so you tell <laughs> me i'm just gonna be stuck in asia like you know for a week and a half just because there's no more seats available so i just like forfeited that flight and you know i had to buy a, a way back home in a different airline because i was like i'm not gonna that's just not gonna happen yeah. i'm not staying here
0: yeah 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 you always got to be ready and prepared and go with the flow yeah. it's always my thing So as people are starting to plan, um, for their 2020 travel, um, I just kind of wanted to do some tips. I know you play the points game because I've seen some of your ball of flights you posted on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) So what is like a beginner tip for people who are like, you know, I heard about people using points. Like what was one tip you would tell people?
1: I would tell everybody to um research for re- uh, travel rewards, credit cards, and um, some banks even will uh, offer some type of reward, um, debit card. So if you don't want to go out and get a credit card, um, you might not be able to, you might not be comfortable with it. Just double check to make sure that they uh, aren't offering some type of card that gets you back rewards because I pretty much use... Um, like a different amount of credit cards to accumulate points because you get bonuses from spending, you know, I mean, from using your card at restaurants or, you know, using it on travel, the points add up quickly. Um, And I don't, you know, typically pay for any flight out of the country if I don't have to, uh, because points are like, you know, allowing me to do that now. So when you mentioned like those baller flights, it's kind of like, if I were to pay for that ticket out of pocket, it might have been, you know, $4,000 or something for that one flight. But because of the points that I had, I was able to, you know, make it work out and I had to come out of my pocket for anything besides the taxes, which is, you know, very, very uh, cheap uh, the majority of the time. So if you can get the points to add up um, or even just start earning points, if you have like uh, accounts with the airlines just for being like a frequent flyer or, you know, just creating a profile with them, you can tie it to your card that you use when you, you know, go out and make everyday purchases. Like they email me every day and they'll be like, hey, use our shopping portal online right now. And, you know, if you buy any product from Apple, each dollar is worth 10 miles, you know, with the airline. So you're like, all right, so I got to go buy this new MacBook. It's about to cost me, you know, (laughs) $2,000. And then you multiply by, you know, 10 and you're like, oh, I got 20,000 miles, you know, with the airline. And then, you know, that 20,000 miles might get you a trip out of the country or, you know, somewhere you want to go without even having to come out of pocket uh, more. I mean, it works for hotels, um, stores, like I say, uh, it'll be like Macy's or something saying, you know, we'll give you two points uh, for every dollar you spend. So it all adds up. So I encourage most people that are able to, well, everybody actually that are able to do it, to uh, get a card, um, let those points add up, just pay it, like pay it off. Use it like you would use your debit card. So if you go out and you have a weekend when you, you know, go out every day, then Monday, just go ahead and pay it. Uh, See? Yeah.
0: Use the points and pay it. Right. <laughs> Don't rack up that. <laughs> um, you travel solo a lot. Right. No. Yeah, you do.
1: Yeah. Sure.
0: Do you and you enjoy solo travel?
1: I do. Um, it's funny. It always comes across to sound a little selfish, but uh, on the interview <laughs> I recently did, like a video interview, I was saying, like, you know, if you wake up in the morning, you ain't got to worry about anybody saying, like, oh, it's nine thirty. Um, you know, we supposed to be <laughs> out by ten because we got this tour coming up, you know. But you might have went out the night before and had a little bit too much to drink or too much fun, and you like, yo, uh, cancel them plans for the day because. I ain't going to make it or, you know, I want to go out later. Um, But what I also learned is, especially through traveling, period, um, it forces me to talk to people who I wouldn't normally say anything to because you're, like, alone. So if I go out Mm. to, like, a bar or something and, you know, I'm by myself, then normally if I were with my friends and I would be sitting there not saying anything to strangers, like, it forces me, you know, to – to be the guy to ask them that question of like, um, oh, you're from here? Or, you know, what is there to do tonight? What do you suggest I do tonight? And one of the benefits of uh, solo travel that I always say, if you know, if you go out with a group of your friends, then chances are you're only gonna talk to each other the whole time. So yeah, you're not gonna talk to the other people that are around you just because, I mean, you're good, you got your friends, but I can go so many places in the world now and know somebody. So, you know, you're saving money on Food and lodging and all of that just because of me traveling by myself and, you know, starting that conversation and getting to know, you know, these people that I met.
0: That's cool. I've never done a solo pleasure trip. Like I've done solo business, but just going on vacation
1: got to do it, do it right. at least once. Yeah, you definitely got to do it at least once. I you might fall right. in love with it, though. Like,
0: seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about this earlier. How do you pick locations? Are you strictly now, like, oh wherever the flight deals are? Or do you have a list? And, like, okay, I'm just going to chomp away at this list. Um, but so, how do you pick your next destination?
1: Yeah, so normally, like, back in, I mean, like, a few years ago, not even that long ago, you know, it may be just that deal that pops up and you're like, oh man, like it's it's two hundred dollars to go to uh you know, this country in South America or this place in Europe. Um, but and then those deals still pop up daily. If there's a deal that comes up that is like insane and I know I'll never see it again, then I go ahead and say, like, I gotta go here, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and buy this. But otherwise, um I am at that point right now where I've completely fallen in love and become intrigued with like the whole continent of Africa and um, Mm -hmm. I know some of the places aren't 100% safe to visit uh, at the moment but I am at that point where I want to go and see as much of Africa as I can so even for like 2020 it's funny because most people are like where you going next year because normally I mean it's November I will have like you know a bunch of trips planned for the next year already and I already know where I'm going to go but next year I only have like one trip planned so far and it's pretty much just because I'm sitting back waiting on those deals to the countries in Africa to pop up uh or to figure gotcha. out where exactly I want to go and make those um points and miles uh spread so I can do that so that's that's what I said that's what I meant when I said early like kind of slowing down a little bit because it's like um those like four or five day trips to somewhere in Europe uh they were all good but now you know like when i go to a country in africa i want to go to another one or just spend as much time as yeah. i can in that particular country so it's a you know the flight takes long enough to get to a lot of those places and then mm-hmm. once you get there you don't want to have like a a quick short trip because it's not like a lot of the other countries where there's like um great public transportation you know you know for sure and all that so you need time and you got to spread it out and then once you get there like most of the time, the love is so real. You're like, yo, I'm good on going back home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think, like, I can't wait for the day, because um, I've only been to Africa once. I'm going to, can't wait to get back. But it's like, I can't wait for the day where the infrastructure within Africa is almost the same as Europe, where right. you can, you know, hop between countries for like 20 euro. Um, I, was... I mean, it's... It's amazing, uh, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was talking to someone about that earlier because when I go back in December to Ghana, I don't want to stay there the whole time, based upon the days that I have. And I was looking at other countries to go uh, to go visit while I'm there, and it's a flight that's like an hour and a half. You can jump out of the country to the next country that you want to visit, and it's like five hundred dollars or six hundred dollars. Yeah, it's so and
0: expensive.
1: I'm like, this is ridiculous. I can't even make no uh, <laughs> make you know like a uh, a multi country trip. Because, like, I I don't want to spend the money
0: to do it. That's the part, like, I I can't wait for that day, because when I went the first time, so we went to South Africa, um, we flew up to Zambia, um, we flew back into Johannesburg, and then flew back to Cape Town, and yeah, I know, like, People think like Africa is so expensive, but you depth there are definitely flight deals to Africa. So, our flight from the States to get to South Africa was only about 600 something dollars, right? And so, um, we did rack up some money going back and forth and going to Botswana and like all that stuff, but just to get to the continent, (laughs) you know, that 16 hour flight, like you said. You do want to country hop, but
1: these (laughs) flights enter. I can't even afford to do it.
0: You can't. Like, I mean, if you do, it might be like one other country because it's so expensive. So um, I know, but you can get deals. I see deals all the time to Kenya where I I can't wait to get there.
1: Yeah. Kenya's been popping up a lot lately.
0: Yeah. So, um, and I'm like, okay, if I go to Kenya, then I want to go to Tanzania and try to hop in Seychelles. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Zanzibar or something like I'm I got to make all this work but yeah that's where you spend the money in Africa is if you you're trying to get bang for your buck and move yeah. around that's where but you're that's, gonna rest. that's it why up.
1: you notice a lot of people who are able to do it they'll go to Africa but they'll say like you know oh, I'm over here for a month or two because they, they know it's gonna you know they need the time and if they're gonna spend yeah. six hundred dollars to go to a country that's not that far then they don't want it to just be a weekend trip they're like I'm gonna get my money's worth. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing too. I think
0: the next time I go, I want to go for a while. Like I think the last time, I think we did almost two weeks. Um, and that still wasn't enough time. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm like, I definitely would love to go back for three, four weeks the next right. time I go. Um, and, and really get to spend the time there and not feel rushed and but yeah, it, you can. So for so I don't want people to be discouraged. Like you definitely can get to the continent cheap. Um and if you just want to go to Kenya and come back home, that's cool too. Yeah,
1: for <laughs> real. Yeah. Like,
0: but yeah, bougie, don't feel compelled, yeah. but I just right. know like for a 16-hour flight and because it is bomb as fuck, um <laughs> like I I I really had a ball in Cape Town. We had a Ball in Zambia. I I, I love
1: Cape Town, yeah. Like I still gotta get to Zambia and you say you did Botswana as well.
0: So yeah, what we did was, um, the way we did our itinerary, we flew into Johannesburg, we stayed there, then we flew right into Livingston, Zambia, and did Victoria Falls, Okay. and yeah. from where we are, we actually like kind of walked, took a cab to Zimbabwe, um, just to see the falls from that side, so right. we we're like, oh, we're in Zimbabwe, but we didn't do anything else but see the falls, and then we did a tour, because Botswana, where we were, Botswana was like, an hour away, so they picked us up. Then we drove into Botswana and we did safari there. Oh, and yeah. yeah, so we were able to go to Botswana too. So it worked. Then came back to Zambia.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it was, yeah, I mean, yes. but it, that's what I saying it takes time, but I mean, it's like, it's worth it. I tell people, it totally is. Trips, you get back and people are like, How's the, how was your trip? And that's one of the questions that I actually hate to be asked because. Not I hate to be asked, but I'm kinda like, all right, we don't even have enough time for me to sit here and tell you. Uh like Yeah, you don't. Was. So you're like, oh, it was good, it was great. But you're like, I can't even put it into words. And if I tried to, um, we'd be sitting here talking all day. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: really, it really is. And I, I think too, like, I'm always I also love destinations where I didn't know what to expect. And it blew my mind, like, Work. and I think one of those for me, really two, um, but one a few years ago when I went to Iceland for the first time. Oh yeah, never in my life did I think I would be going to Iceland. First of all, and, and then deal, it was like started popping up. Yeah! Wow, air. Bwah!
1: Yeah. BWL. Wow, yeah. <laughs>
0: And that was another time where Ashley's like, "I got travel proxy. I booked that flight." Um, <laughs> and so we did London and Iceland because, wow, we will go to Europe too. And right. um, so Iceland just blew me away. It was so beautiful. The food was so good. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, it that really was, um, was dope. So I did go on that trip with some friends, and then we we booked uh, Iceland, and then we were like, "Well, we're gonna use this as a you know a gateway to to, to go to Europe um, from Iceland." And when we got back from the trip, we were like, yo, um, Iceland was dope. And I didn't think it was it going was. to be, and we were like, we should have stayed uh, there longer than we did instead of like, you know, going through really quick for like a day and a half yeah. and then coming back through there for another day. We were like, you know, we had two and a half days there where we were like, we could have stayed there uh, for yeah, a lot longer easy. because driving around you, like you say, like you're amazed, like, Whoa, like you driving, seeing all these waterfalls and everything. And, um, it just, yeah, nobody was talking about it before then, really. So you That's how I always laugh like, oh, because right.
0: I I blame Beyonce because her and Jay-Z posted those pictures <laughs> when I we went. And I was like, I booked my trip before she posted these pictures! <laughs> but yeah, no, Iceland is one. And then um, last year for my birthday, we went to Amsterdam last December. And that was another city because I feel like you start to go to these European cities and not that they're all the same, a lot of times, like, are like the, you feel like it's the same,
1: though. It,
0: yeah. yeah, but it was just something about Amsterdam, right? That, and I think also because it was a great girls trip, but it was like. I just really
1: enjoyed that city. I, I think, really um, did. And everybody there was like real 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 happy and friendly for uh, yeah. when I went,
0: Well, when I, went. I mean, I don't know why, but everyone's very happy. <laughs> yeah.
1: <was> like, everybody. <laughs> no,
0: it was no problems, <laughs> very right. chill. Well,
1: less <laughs> like, law is what it is. Man, yeah, the I'm law, like, they might it be onto
0: to something, yeah. you know, weed is legal, prostitution is legal. <laughs> they happy. <laughs> it's nothing to be mad about. Um So, yeah, I think, but though, in like recent, those were two destinations where I just really had, like, no, like, all right, I'm going. But I was like, oh, I really, yeah. So I always tell people, like, they're like, Iceland. I'm
1: like, go. I'm telling them, go to Iceland. Definitely gotta go there.
0: All right. So we're at the point where we do the breakdown. And I'm gonna say one word, and then you can say the first thing that comes to mind. It could be a sound, it could be a phrase, it could be whatever. But the first thing. All right. Southwest Airlines. Cheap. (laughs) Airbnb. Legit. Flight deals. (laughs) Lifesaver. Flying. Relaxing. First
1: class. <laughs> uh boss.
0: <laughs> American Express.
1: Uh <laughs> um, I can't even think of what which, which word to use. I got the cards. Um I don't I don't know. Dang, I can't think of a word. Uh, Credit I don't (laughs) know
0: Credit
1: Success Inevitable There we go
0: And last one Baltimore Home I said it all proper But I would have said Baltimore (laughs) I know right
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because one of them I always laugh at when I'm doing interviews and everything, I'm like, oh, you pronounce the whole word. But then it's like, I know. I always a, try if to be a sense. natural conversation. You it just rolls. Off. Oh, I do di- <laughs> Yeah.
0: I'm like, oh, you said the T. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Baltimore. Right. All right. Brian. So if you could tell everyone where they can follow you on the internet, on social media.
1: Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, on Instagram is beyond uh, hash- uh not hashtag. Um, the handle is at beyond be more um, Facebook. The page is beyond be more as well on Twitter. It's beyond underscore be more. And on the web, my website is just beyond
0: He kept it simple. So I will link all of those in the show notes. So be sure to follow Brian, um, check out all of his dope content. He will make you want to book an Emirates <laughs> apartment as well. <laughs> Was it the apartment, or did you do the suite? Which one did you do? Uh,
1: The apartment, that was Etihad, but yeah, that's... um
0: Etihad, okay. Yeah, that's
1: Etihad, but they're, like, both Middle Eastern uh, Middle Eastern Airlines, and, you know, anybody who's traveling on the Middle Eastern Airlines will tell you, like, they're, like, the best in the world. Yeah, uh, I did Etihad, but I wasn't a coach. It's still, I mean, they still look out for you. That's what we treat did, you, yeah, they you treat you, yeah, they treat you
0: way better than uh, these domestic airlines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, so thank you so much for coming on.
1: I appreciate the conversation. Yeah, same here. All
0: right, guys, I want to thank Brian of Beyond Be More for coming on the podcast. I hope you got inspired to start making your 2020 travel plans. Maybe you want to explore some point tips, all that stuff. So be sure to follow him in all of his journeys and travels. All right? And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and any app that you listen to your favorite podcasts on. Don't forget to leave those reviews, too. You might just hear a review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope-ass week. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Until next time.